Hello! Welcome to episode 67 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Steve Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just make people subscribe to this podcast. Stephen, <laughs> I'm not going to fail. I'm not failing this week. Nope. No no requirement of a time machine this week. Nope. We, we nailed it this week because I wrote it down and I read the thing that I, re- I actually wrote. Just like, <laughs> Stephen, every week, every week I tell myself, I'm like, you know what you have to do? You, you have a YouTube channel. You have a, a podcast. You need people to subscribe to it. You just have to say it right away. You have to get it, get it out there and get people subscribing. Hit the, hit that button. Smash the button. Do the stuff. The, like with the button do whatever like whatever sexy way you want to punch that button i don't care but just please <laughs> our podcast um but i forget steven every single week except for this time i was like i literally was like no shenanigans just tell people to subscribe because we need it <laughs> but anyway we need so, these subscribers because then we can monetize and then we just you know progressively make more and more and then this we is just... a podcast in which all we do is talk about you getting you to subscribe to the podcast that's what we do we are here to get subscribers <laughs> we, have, we have no other content but except no, i'm kidding it's uh don't leave us. It's a podcast. It's a podcast for a more podcast. You must <laughs> it's podcasts subscribe. all the way down. You subscribe and you keep getting more podcasts about podcasting. No, it's, it's just called two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but every week Steve and I get together and we do our best to just like take all of our issues, throw them, you know, throw them away in the garbage. We, we, we just very easily sweep them up, sweep them aside, get them. Sometimes things get away and we fail. We fail, Steve, and we fail some weeks. Not this week. I don't, we'll see. We'll see how we did this week, but like. But we try to make we try to make comic books. Most recently, we finished a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical, and we freaking nailed it. Steven, most successful thing I've ever done in my life was be your friend uh, and have a, a great son. Other than that, we made a book, and it's pretty sweet, and people seem yeah. to like it. And it's doing great. It's still it's still chugging along, and uh, they should be shipping out like super soon. Yeah, they um, so yeah they they told me uh so when I shipped off for the the actual big whole shebang like big print like of of, of uh, hundreds of books that we're gonna be getting they said that it should be here around uh, the sixteenth of December which means like soon after that we're just gonna send them off to all the people in all the world and I can't wait and I didn't tell you yet but the diamond sleeves are already in too so I already have the the, the boxing remember how they were supposed to be on back order until yeah. the sixth and then they, then they would do production and send them I have them so. Yeah, <sighs> that's so good, dude. So the boxes are here. So now I just got to figure out the label situation and yeah. how I'm going to do that. But anyway, so so aside from Play It Again, which has been going like phenomenally, uh, we've been working on a new comic book called Deathless, which is a fun, magical uh, coming of age, finding yourself uh, kind of like young adult independent story, you know, um, and f- featuring gargoyles and magic and metal music and <laughs> may- mayhem and all kinds of fun, cool like killer bears and stuff. <laughs> So, Stephen, what did you want to get done this week? I, I think I was like really like hopeful on getting a bunch of pages done. Yeah, I can't remember what the total was, but I did finish. And like I think last week when we were filming, page two had only I think the angel. Right. It didn't have anything else yet. So I finished page two, and then I did all of page three. So I basically did a full page and a half, which is it's pretty good. I think it's a fracast, though. I don't think it's a full. I don't know. I don't dude. Think... Like, okay, I'm gonna give you a total success. I know you wanted to call it a fuckass because, like, why wouldn't we? But the truth is, <laughs> the pages and and like, I'm I'm sure I've already shown them, but I'll show them again. The pages Stevens worked on recently have been some of the most beautiful work he's ever <laughs> done. And like, he's like Steven, you've obviously taken hours and hours and hours of your life to make this yeah. happen because I mean, like, and it shows, like, in the way, like a movie production like has to throw money at explosions. Like it's all on the screen. Like it's all on that page. Mm-hmm. You can see all of your time in those lines for sure. And they're looking fine on the dime. I love it so much. And I got to run. Like with play it again, I, I would say the average page time was about four hours. 
Wow. But with yeah. but with uh with, with this, especially I think page one was relatively uh wasn't too bad, but page uh two and three, I think they were about eight eight or nine hours each. Like so wow. it was a lot of time in it on that. Yeah, on I that. feel like you need to add three hours to like, <laughs> like like let's just like 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 pump it's up. just like it's just like straight up movie like yeah. movie film like clips. It's like full three D rendered. Yeah, I need twenty seven frames a second for each page. <laughs> Andy, I animated page <laughs> four. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say, Stephen, what I need from you is to animate each page. Is it like just straight up? No, dude. But I think those pages look beautiful. Like anyone who sees it right now, we could throw lettering on those pages and sell a black and white comic book like nobody's business. We could realistically make that happen, and people would flip out and still think it's beautiful and amazing. I do think, like, I have full confidence in in it as it is. But I do think that once we add color to it, it's gonna blow people's minds. I think it's gonna be the it's, most beautiful. It's those types of lines or those yeah. inks where you can do a lot of color. There's not a lot, like there, there's obviously there in some of the sections, there's a lot of black, but like there's a, there's not a lot of cross hatching or anything. So there's a lot of open white that can yeah. easily be filled with shading. Like I noticed that we played, played again. It was actually kind of difficult to shade it sometimes because mm. of all the pencil lines and right. stuff. But yeah, like these ones are like, especially like the, like the glowing rocks and all those different things that are going oh, on on those panels. Gonna, yeah. But I got a pretty good compliment on the, I forget which face, I actually joined like four or five new Facebook groups oh, cool. just trying to spread. And it was like one of the manga comic ones. And someone said like, and this was your idea, so it's great that you, you told us to include this in this, but um, they said, you can totally tell it's already a statue just because the hand's still attached to the sword and this thing's like moving. Like, So I've conveyed, without the thing being gray, right. which, is gonna, which is obviously going to make it look like a statue. For sure. Yeah, I'm in love with those inks so far. I can't, like, I can't wait. Um, but so... And thankfully, I wrote several more pages for you to draw and you know, render. Because I'm actually, because I'm keeping pretty good pace this time around. It's not like we played again where I was like completely just yeah behind this. I'm I'm like doing pretty. I'm going pretty steady with it. Like I'll probably have 10, 10 or twelve pages done before you can even start flatting. Like you'll yeah, be, it's gonna be still so busy hard. with your stuff, and then you can flat. You know. No, it's so great. Uh, so, uh, so this week I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to get three more pages written. Totally did it. Like I, I think I wrote four this week again. And then I wanted to get, I wanted to update one of the songs and like add stuff to it. Which, by the way, so I was totally like, I, I I'm gonna call it a fakes on my side because mm -hmm. I recorded a bunch of stuff and it was, it was like I was actually really happy with it. Like I added some guitar stuff to one of the songs and I was like, I really like the way this is coming together. It's sounding really good. And I stupidly didn't save it as a like. Oh project folder like oh my god i was so mad at myself so i didn't save it and we've been remodeling the kitchen so like we had to shut off the the power like the breakers and i didn't uh. realize and like the the breaker in my room was accidentally shut off so it just killed my computer and they morty they mortied your your circuit uh. i just hear two distinctive clicks followed by a third corrective <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> But, but dude that's exactly what happened is it was just like the wrong breaker was flipped and it just happened to be my room and i just happened to not have saved that thing so i was just like hating myself because you know like when i draw i'm so used to constantly saving when i write i'm so used to doing control s like like nobody's business but when i was doing music it just for whatever reason didn't occur to me to like continuously save my project that way i was just stupid and i'll never make that mistake again they obviously. need to honestly though like Come on, like if, if like Pokemon games can auto save every time right. you walk through a door threshold, why can't why can't music programs auto save every time you stop recording? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh for sure, dude. And, I, and like and any any power off auto save function 
never works when you absolutely need it to. It oh, never yeah. works. It, yeah. it's, it, you it always, says it, you know, it, you always miss something. It's like five minutes of whatever it was. And then yeah, whatever it's in a five minute threshold, you're like, that was, that was my whole heart. My whole heart was in there. I cried. Yeah. It was, you know, I told my life story in that five minutes. <laughs> Other, but yeah, I'm, but I did start recording it again. And uh, I feel like I feel good about it because at least now I know like what the parts are that I'm going to be playing. So it's like, now it's just re-recording it, which is like mm-hmm. a little frustrating because I don't like redoing anything. Like any, it's disheartening, like, especially it, with music. Because there are moments with music. I mean, I guess it's with every art. You really do impose like your spirit on it sometimes, you know? And then when you impose so much of yourself yeah. onto it, like, and then that just disappears. You have to recreate what you felt like. And it just feels disingenuous. And like, it does. it's it, it's frustrating. Dude. I, I I totally get it. It's the whole like Audrey two little shop of horrors of our lives as artists. Right. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I will bleed for this thing over and over and over. Fine, fine. But yeah, dude. Uh, so I was doing that before while I waited for you, Stephen, while I waited for you <laughs> to come and record, I was waiting. I was like, Stephen, I, I have things. And it's not that I have other things to do. I have this but then i have to edit this and i'm like steven i don't have so much time where are you and you were like i'm i'm being a father and i was like unacceptable steven unacceptable Unacceptable. drop those droolas get rid of them (laughs) how dare you steven you be hook their rufio and this now like just they think they got they're like looky looky i got hooky at the worst possible time to be cocky like 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 where does that arrogance come from right before you die like Pride comes before the fall, Rufio. Like, like you should have spent less time in your hair and like silly one-liners and more time in your swordplay. What are you I mean, doing? Especially with that kind of swordplay, you knew he was going to do the little pose so and just do the wooshy wush. Like, yeah, everybody... I mean, they're wooshy wooshy swords. It's not like he had a claymore. You can do that if you have a claymore. If you're Aragon and like you, you have your claymore and you, you have his sword pinned down. Yeah, looky looky, I got hooky. Like you can't swing that big ass sword at you. Right. But homeboy's he's swinging a, a bouncy sword. You were dead, Rufio. You were dead when you said looky and you didn't even yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yes, my kids were Rufio and doing calls and like, so they were put to bed like at eight, but they didn't, they're still, I mean, they're still combating Tina at this very moment. So they have bunk beds. We spent actually, funny enough, when we recorded Atlas's lullaby song, Tina and I spent four hours building those bunk beds while Anthony was recording, which distracted the girls for the most part. They still interrupted him quite a few times, actually. So yeah, we got in these bunk beds and I think they slept in the individual bunks for a week. So (laughs) the situation in their room. Yeah, go ahead. It's just a bed with a roof at this point. (laughs) It's it's a canopy bed. We could have bought a canopy bed because literally what they do is they both sleep on the bottom and I have to take all of their various throw blankets and put them around the frame of the bed so there's no light coming in. Right. But the bedroom light needs to be on. The door has to be shut, but the hallway light and the bathroom light have to be on. So the, Wait. The, yeah, yeah, no, it makes absolutely no sense because they can't see any of it. There's no light that they can possibly see because there's thick blankets over yeah. their bed. Yeah. But they and then they complain about and then they complain sense. about it being hot and I'm like, well, you you're literally sm- like your blankets are designed to trap heat and that's what that's what they're doing. They're trapping the heat in this little you're insulating your room, children. What are you doing? You're Why in you- Florida? Why are you doing this? But yeah, so yeah, but I've let the lights burn out in the hallway and, and like Cammy's like, you got to change them. I'm like, no, I'm not changing them. That's burning like so much energy. Like it's stupid. Like it's I'm not doing it tonight. They've been just coming in and out of these bunk beds like fighting like chase is coming out asking for water cammy's co- it's just been a nightmare but bunk beds oh, yeah, what are the point of bunk beds yeah when, when when i was a kid uh 
I wanted bunk beds. I was like, I because my my brother and I shared a room like my mm-hmm. entire life. We shared a room, and which is like you know n- normal state of affairs. Your kids, even though they have that other room, they choose to share a room. But like my yeah. brother and I, I was like a couple years older than him. I was like, I want my own room. I need my own space. Can we at least have bunk beds? And my parents were like, finally, like okay, let's get you some bunk beds. So. I slept in the top, right? And I was just like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep up here. I'm the, I'm on the top. You know, like I'm on top bunk. That's the cool place to be. So, you know, it, it was like a, like a, a wooden frame bunk bed that like my, my dad basically built it, and he created, uh, you know, like a bar, like a, just like a wooden beam to go across it, so I wouldn't just roll off of the bed and die, or just like roll off the bed and like you know, and have a bad time going. Have down. a bad, I have, mean, yeah. I mean, it's so it's gonna scare the crap out of you for oh, yeah. sure i mean for that's sure. no matter what happens yeah, like, like I'm, no one's waking up like that was a fun trip like like it's no. like, it's it's, it's, a bad it's absolute chaos for 0.5 seconds oh yeah <laughs> so you know i was i was i was like i don't even know how old i was i'm trying to think i was like seven ish you know when it, you know i was like i was like a lanky kid you know i was like like tall and like goop, you know gawky but like i was on the top bunk you know um so i saw so him up there going to sleep i'm sleeping and in the middle of the night i wake up with my body falling off of the bed. So I wake up as it's happening and I feel mm-hmm. my body fall and I try to catch myself and I can't. But what happens is my body slips beneath this wooden beam and my head catches on the beam and can't quite fit because I have this big bulbous head and this <laughs> little body. So I'm I'm like like Craig the like Funko Pop like designer. <laughs> like that was just me. Like that's me as a kid. I was a bobblehead all day, you know, but like my so my my skinny toothpick body falls through this beam and my neck catches. So I'm just like my toes are barely touching the like top of my brother's mattress, just kind of keeping me up. I couldn't reach the wood, but I could reach his mattress. So I was just barely holding myself up by my toes and just kind of shaking and trying to make like gargling noises to get my oh brother my up. Oh gosh. So I, and like, and you know, it, it happened so fast that like my arms are down and I'm trying to like pick them up and like find a way to get up and I'm too weak to pull myself up and I can't get beneath the bar by my, like I can't, I can't fit my head down. So I'm just like trapped, you know, I'm just like stuck up by my neck and I'm just like, oh, oh. so my brother finally wakes up. He's like, yeah, and he starts screaming. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. And he's just like, freaked out so he just starts crying right away my dad runs in the room and he like oh my gosh and he like picks me up and throws me like through the thing again you know like like you know the oh man the, the, the other terror and oh the, like, my. The- I, yeah i can't even i i can't imagine like now that my son is basically that age that i was when that happened like if that happened to my son he would be like out of commission for a week there's no chance he'd recover from that like quickly like, <laughs> i am never gonna mentally recover from this <laughs> that's exactly what okay <laughs> He's the best, but like he fell today a little, and it was just like the next hour was rough. I was just like, <laughs> life is life is pointless. <laughs> 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 so but but dude so like my i i was for sure i was like that i was like that had to be my first near-death experience i was like i am dead i am not gonna so make this adds to the list of like alternate anthony's that have died like you have the lady that totally kidnapped you and killed you yep. now you have the bunk bed death of you know yeah 97 so, <laughs> yeah pretty much that's what it was dude steven you ever notice that Dumb and Dumber is clearly a Christmas movie? Steven, it takes place. Well, his name pl- is Lloyd. Oh, yeah. His the- name is Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. It takes place during December. They even wear, like, Christmas sweaters in the movie. It's it's like the whole thing is there. Sean, the producer of Don't Make It Weird, pointed out that if Lloyd Christmas married Mary, 
If they got together, her name would be Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. True that. And that was probably intentional. Yeah. This is 100% a Christmas movie. Uh, and I don't know why I never realized it before. People are spending all their energy trying to fight for Die Hard. And we all know Die Hard is. But like, we heard clearly about a Christmas and- movie. Steven, I read most of an article recently that someone wrote. Because someone wrote it on Twitter and they were, they posted it. And I was like, I have time to read a few paragraphs. I'll read your, your article. Maybe it's fun. It's about Die Hard. And they were like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And they're like, no, it's not a Christmas movie. It just takes place during Christmas. I'm like, he literally writes, ho, 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 I have a machine gun. Like, like it's it takes place during Christmas. It's, he references Christmas. There's a bunch of Christmas. There, there is no solid argument that it's not a Christmas movie. It is not a movie about santa claus is not a movie about the north pole it is a christmas movie though just like most shane black movies but can't one say that all those hostages in that room were probably hoping santa brought them death of those of terrorists you know i mean like and and i mean is not john mcclain santa in that situation slaying i mean he's he's slay i mean he's not on a sleigh but he's slaying you know i mean like there's i mean it's there it's there it's there it's there for not stretching it's not i'm not stretching that far (laughs) i don't know i I, like i i do think that like i i get i get why some people are like oh stop it guys but the truth is like it's a christmas movie it's not it's not a hallmark christmas movie but like yeah it's a movie that takes place around christmas it's a movie in which they reference christmas it's a movie in which there's like christmas party happening there's like uh, ho 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 references like it's 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 a Christmas movie. It's not and let's be real. Hans Gruber is more redeemable than Santa and Rudolph is. Like Santa and Rudolph was like, yo, Donner, fix your kid. Like he's weird. Like there's that was like, so Santa much wrong with. Okay, there's so first. There's so much wrong with 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 Rudolph, dude. I haven't watched the stop motion animation one in a while, but like thinking about it, they were like. Okay, reindeer are smart enough to, first of all, give each other names and have names. They're smart enough to call each other names. They're smart enough to play games, yet Santa's still, like, enslaving these reindeer. That's that's yeah. questionable in and of itself. Then you have the whole, like you were just saying, like, you have the whole, like, there's there's one that's different. Arguably better. He's the X-Men of reindeer. Rudolph mm-hmm. is simply, like, he belonged in Xavier's school for the gifted children. Like, that's that's the truth of the matter. Like, like, like that movie should have ended, like, the post-credit sequence should have just been, like, Patrick Stewart coming in, being like, <laughs> I need to talk to you about your child. And, like, having Donner be like, is this a bad thing? Is it my fault? Is it my fault? <laughs> and, and then, yeah, he's like, I've heard that his nose is shiny. Shiny? Some even say it glows. <laughs> yeah, Rudolph is just simply like the X Men, but they're they're picking on him. They're making they're making they're ostracizing him. They are turning him into a villain. They are magnetoifying uh, Rudolph in a way that's just unacceptable. So you're saying that we need to write a horror comic where Rudolph's red nose actually shoots lasers and he just murders everybody that does him wrong? It could be like rude off, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like he's, he's not, he's not going to take any grief from these, these fools, these droolers. Like, can we please, he... can we please have a pun for, I don't know if you remember head on apply it directly to the forehead. Oh, yeah, like, head on. Can, can Rudolph blast someone and he can just be like Rudolph applied directly to the chest cavity or something, something crazy <laughs> lame like that. And just like, have like, you know, Rudolph the red nose rain fear. <laughs> but dude, it's, it, I think it has to happen. I, like R- Rudolph deserves revenge. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's just the, the, it's the name of the game. That's what's going to happen. You, if, you know, if Rudolph was, if Rudolph had even a little bit of Anakin spirit, he would have vaded the shit out of everybody. I mean, gosh, yeah. And then he saves Christmas and everyone's just like, yeah, I guess we like you now because you're glowing. And they're like, 
why didn't you recognize his butterfly wings before, baby? Like, what are you talking about? What was wrong? <laughs> Nothing's changed. I haven't changed. You, you've you, changed. You changed. But you, you shouldn't have needed to. You should have already been ready for this. Like, like I, I mean, uh, he didn't even do anything wrong the whole time. Like the whole time, Rudolph's just like, I am what I am. Like he's, it's a Popeye story. He's just yeah. like everyone else around me sucks, and now, uh, now they're gonna suck a little less because they, they see my value. That's not a good story. It, like when, 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 like the whole world has to bend to finally accept someone. It's like, come on, he doesn't even get a hero's journey. It like mm. maybe Rudolph needs to look like maybe his nose doesn't glow, but he has to believe in himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> have, like because like what is that story other than like everyone hating him? For the thing that eventually saves the day. That's crazy. That's crazy that's, talk. Rudolph's main moral moral of the story is, is like, don't change who you are for anyone else. They'll eventually love you, but you shouldn't even be vying for that love anyway. No, like, and it's and it's not even real, it's not even real love. It's them recognizing utility. It's them yeah. saying we can use you because of your glowy face. If you didn't have the glow, no, if we didn't need you, it's not even if you didn't have the glowy face. It's like if the fog was a little thinner, we'd still hate your guts, Rudolph. <laughs> Like we only need you because of un- uh, circumstances that don't normally happen. Good luck. Good luck joining the. You know what? Okay. You know what I'm thinking. Year, you know what I'm thinking. Skies. You know what I'm thinking, Stephen. I think that Aurora Monroe Storm was at the North Pole making the mist happen mm-hmm. so that people could see how powerful Rudolph was. And it then was all Xavier going. testing it. Obviously, exactly. it was. A- I mean, Brian Singer obviously with X Four was going to go the Rudolph route. I mean, they set up with you know, yeah. with the Phoenix dying. Cyclops, Cyclops was dead too. Like they needed someone else with something with red and glowing. They were red and glowing. dude. We should I, write a root. We should just rewrite Rudolph with Cyclops. That's what we I, need. You really could. Um. So you Marvel, know, yes. Marvel, if you're hiring, we are we are ready. We are ready we to got write this. illustrate this uh, very amazing holiday. Simply having a wonderful Cyclopsy and Rudolph time. Like it's gonna be fantastic. Scott <laughs> the single-eyed Cyclops. It just writes itself, Stephen. Yeah, it does. That's crazy. It, it's funny to think about like those Christmas movies and what makes a Christmas movie. Like Home Alone's a weird one too. I think Home Alone two is even more bizarre because it's like, first of all, Stephen, he's not home. He's not home, Stephen. He's not home in any of that movie. Like he's not home. He's lost are, alone. He's lost, and he's not even alone. He's like hanging out with Tim Curry. There are other cameos. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going on. He's he's in a hotel in which you cannot be alone. Like I'd understand it if it was like. He's in a hotel and everyone gets like kicked out of the hotel for some reason. They're like, oh, we have to bug bomb the place. He's like, now I have to survive this weird poison. (laughs) On the streets of New York. (laughs) But but he's like, Kevin gets real. (laughs) But like, he's not, he's not home. He's not alone. There's snow and it's Christmassy. Is it a Christmas? Is Home Alone 2 a Christmas movie? Like there, there's Christmas. When I see snow and there's like there and there, it's December. I don't like it's Christmas. I guess I don't like I don't. I do okay. Before I say what I'm about to say, I do enjoy Home Alone 2 a lot. But Home Alone 1 is obviously the better of the two. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, because I mean, I mean, it's it's just brilliant. But Home Alone 2, I for me, and I'm sure it's been it was done prior to this movie. But I feel like Home Alone 2 was the true like. Hollywood cut copy and paste that I can like relate to where I understand like they needed a new scene but they they still they have a scene they have the character they bring they make the pigeon the lady, pigeon like, lady very the- similar to the old man it's ba- like they 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 create it's a the carbon copy that, for sure yeah. it, it really is with yeah. just different writing that was like, like one of the early like examples for me oh, and yeah. some movies can do it like Home Alone two Ghostbusters two these movies still were able to find an audience but then like I think of like waiting was was great 
Still waiting was horrible. Dude, honestly, I mean, that, that happens a lot with comedy sequels. I don't think that comedy movies are supposed to have sequels most of the time. I think like no. most of the time, it's like they, there really is a lightning in a bottle with see, with with comedy. And it's just like when you try to when you try to capture that lightning again, you just, you don't. So you end up with this weird empty jar that you're trying to show people. You're like, hey, remember the first one? You're like, there's nothing in that bottle, sir. <laughs> you know? See, it's got a mirror in it, and it's like kind of casting a reflection on the DVD case of the first one. <laughs> the first Maybe one. It's I feel that way about literally most uh, comedy sequels. It's really hard for me to find comedy sequels that I I I enjoy. Like, I, it's it's definitely hard hard to find ones that I enjoy as much as the first one. But it's just generally hard to find like good ones at all. You know, like even like I was really excited for, but even like Anchorman two was yeah was it was, I don't want to use disappointing because it was still funny, but yeah, it was like it was definitely like yeah you try to recreate it. It's not as good as Anchorman, not even well, close. You, you know, you know what what I think. Um, I think that the closest they come is when they find a group and they start throwing those particular earnests into different situations where it's like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. Those are, those are spiritual sequels, you know, yeah. like, like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. And, you know, like those are spiritual sequels, but they're not sequels. They're different enough. And the characters are very similar, but they're different enough for us to be like, okay, I like this situation now. And it's not weird because it's not exactly the same. So it's, you know, Judd Apatow does similar things with like, he yes. takes the theme, like the, you know, he, he plays in a bathtub with his like Jonah Hills and Seth, you know, Seth Rogen's and he's just like, blah, 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 and, you know, and it works. And I'm like, I'll go and I'll see all those movies. I think it's because of that. I think it's like the waiting in Home Alone 2, Ghostbusters 2, where it's like, it starts to feel forced where it's like, they're only after the success of the first one and not the actual like intention of the first one because the first time yeah. they made the movie they were just trying to make a fun movie they were trying to like get something out hope everyone wants to be successful like we make comic books and, like we're hoping it makes money mm. not why we're doing it you know like we didn't we we didn't choose a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical because we were like <laughs> money maker baby like mm, can't wait to get those those bucks we hope people buy it we hope people like it but we don't pander like we're not doing things specifically for that purpose if we do if i ever make play it again too like like record boogaloo or whatever and it's just like, <laughs> like oh and like we're gonna go back in time to us making this the the, the podcast and making the comic <laughs> <laughs> like that's how we're gonna get our money we're like no no but like i you know when people start to pander and they're in, like oh they're only or like their sole intention is to get the money or like that's like the the main part Part of that pie it starts to feel dirty and gross and you don't want to eat mm. that pie anymore you know mm. so it's like yeah i don't know dude yeah home alone 2 well home alone 2 only has like a 30 something percent on rotten tomatoes so it's really like, yeah it's, it's something pretty bad but i don't know but there are a lot of good christmas things dude there are like i i'm excited to watch some christmas stuff this year i haven't really been getting in the spirit i don't know how to i need to i feel like i have to force myself to get into the spirit this year because i'm not really feeling mm. christmasy you know so like i got my tree out now and i'm like it like, doesn't help when it's 85 degrees out i mean that's so <laughs> hot. i was in the the child pickup line uh waiting to you know get atlas and i was just like sometimes i'll show up a little early and i'm like yeah i'll just hang out in my car and like tweet and stuff like no big deal i don't care I'm hanging out at home anyway it's you know it's fine i'll go i'll sit and i'll be i'll get to him a little sooner i'm waiting in the child pickup line and just burning just melting like my whole back was soaking wet from like this way i had my my air was like blasting on max like max ac as cold as it could possibly be and i'm still sweating in florida dude so it's like i need the christmas stuff steven i need the movies i need the the music i need the like whatever i can get we've been watching about three movies a week because like tina actually works mostly days now so we usually do have most evenings together 
Awesome. So like we've watched Frosty, Rudolph, Charlie Brown, Grinch. Nice. Yeah, we've watched. We, yeah, we've watched quite a few so far. So we're not. That's we're not too. But I feel you this year though. I, it is slightly. I'm like not fully in the Christmas spirit. But. Yeah, dude, I'm not there yet, and like I'm. I'm trying to shake myself into it a little bit. So like I'm trying to watch more things with Atlas whenever I can. I'm trying to like. Just, just like listen to me, songs that I like, like Christmas songs that I enjoy. I've been like working on writing the Christmas song a little bit. Um, something else that Steven, Steven, I'm glad we were talking about this because Steve Urena has a project right now. Friend of the podcast, Steve Urena, who's been on a couple times, who we love um, and we want to support and everything he does because we just like him as a person and totally believe in him. And also he writes really cool stuff. Dude, uh, the he, thing that he, he might he always writes like really fun, awesome, like cool concepts. So, okay, so Stevie Arena has a Kickstarter active right now as of this podcast. Uh, you're gonna see this right now and have the opportunity to go and check it out. It is called uh, Ex Massina, so it's like Ex Machina, but Xmas, so it's Ex Massina. And dude, it is it looks so cool. It's about it Santa. does. It's about Santa saving Christmas from like a robot uprising. And it, it just looks awesome. I can't wait. Uh, he told us a little bit about it. You can read everything about it in the Kickstarter. Go check it out. Um, I just backed it today or yesterday. Just like, dude, I'm, I'm super excited. But you can get books. You can get like shirts. You can get posters. Yeah, get- I think I think I got the t-shirt one. And then I, I added on the, the MP3 and the um, postcard. Ah, dude, it's so cool. I love, I love when like my favorite thing is when our friends or like people that we we want to support actually make cool stuff. And, yeah, like, and we can purchase I mean, it. And- and, like, I mean, I'm I feel really thankful in that regard because we do have friends who make really cool stuff. <laughs> you know, like like in general, you know, like Jax is gonna be working on like a Chris like hollow horror Christmas uh newsletter where it's like she's gonna do reviews every day of like horror Christmas movies, which I love because like it's so much like those are so much fun. So like I don't like I just love this stuff, but. But everyone, go check out the link below. Uh, it's it's ex, ex Massina. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Stevie Rain is a really good guy, so go support him. We have to support good people or else what else are we doing in our lives, Steven? What are we doing? Why are we not being supportive? <laughs> Why are people not being supportive? Why do people like when I'm sad, Steven? That's, that's, that's been weighing on me. I shouldn't talk about it because we've been talking too long, Steven. But people- you know what it is? Is they, they like when you're sad because they like to hear me cheer you up. That's, that's probably that's true. Right. That's you do probably have this, what it is. This cheer up like best friend voice. That's and what they probably do is they probably like just listen to me and like you know mute you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm that's kidding. what happens. I'm gonna from now on. I'm just gonna, I'll edit out my sadness and just have Stephen reply <laughs> with like positivity and like the optimism and all the good stuff. But like Stephen, every time I'm in a good mood, if I, if I'm happy, if I'm like like right now, Stephen, I've been. I've been like somehow I somehow I stumbled into this situation. I don't know how I did it, Steven. I got drunk and I, I got I got real drunk. I did an AMA and I stumbled in my way through into dating apps and I started talking to someone and it was just like like fun and and like casual and interesting and then like she's she's like she's got her hooks. She's like she's like I she's like you're gonna like me and I'm like I, I kind of yeah. What are we doing? What is this? Just take these hooks out of me. Like I'm here. Like I'm not going anywhere. No, but it's it's so interesting though because I'm just like I didn't expect this. I don't know what to do with this information. I don't know if I should talk about things because I feel like 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 people are just like I'm gonna downvote you. Like I'm gonna give you my like Caesar down like down thumb like like because in the Coliseum of the podcast every time like I let that particular lion out, people are like eat him and like they hate it. Like they hate when I I like am trying to date and stuff. But like the truth is I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying hanging out with her. It's like she's really good company. She's fun. She likes things I like and like her conversations have been a lot of fun. Everything's been 
going really well uh and, and and i don't feel any pressure about it it's just been nice you know um which is cool it's it's just been it's been good i don't feel but but i have been afraid to talk about it on the podcast because I, <laughs> because i'm like as much as i will pander for like the favorability of a particular audience i will avoid the hell out of certain things just to be like look i don't want to deal with this drama you know mm -hmm. so like it is just like it but but that being said i won't i won't negotiate with with with, with the down thumbs down caesars of the world <laughs> like i can't <laughs> i can't do it steven i can't like not i have to like all this podcast has been is us being us and like i i can't i can't have things in my life that i can't talk about in the podcast it's just not gonna happen you know so like i just I, like i prefer I prefer yeah it's almost this. like we're, we're tightening the parameters even more because we've already we already set the parameters very early on that we didn't want to get too deep into anything that's you know divisive device yeah. divisive divisive divisive, yeah, divisive. but um I don't know why I thought I was saying it wrong. Um, but yeah, so like we already like kind of create created that barrier. Yeah. And then for us to shrink the barrier even further is weird. Like, cause like, it I mean, is. like, and like can, I, yeah, dude, I've always like, been open. We've always been open about our issues. So why would we stop talking about issues that we're having? Exactly. You know, like, yeah. So, so it's like, and I, I like that. I like that we set the, I like that we set that boundary as far as like, like social stuff and political stuff only, only because We've been inundated with it for several years now, and of course it's important, and there are other places to go to have those conversations. This is where we're talking about our personal problems and our personal issues in our comic book, and we're having fun and our friendship and all of this stuff, and it's just like, there are some things that don't fit in that, you know, in the, like, in that realm, in that Coliseum, and there are some things that should be there that I'm, I'm like, I, I feel weird not bringing up, and then when I'm, you know, when I have to, like, when I feel like circumvent certain life things, I'm like, I don't like that. I want to be completely open with everything, everything I do. And like on the, you know, just be able to talk about everything on the podcast. That's what it's been the whole time. I've always just spoken and been on as like, as authentic and just sincere as I can be while being, you know, like this, like weird noodle person, you know, like, it, it, but like, I like it. And that's, that's how I like to live. And I don't want to feel like I'm ever, I never want to get in my own way. I don't want to like, like start censoring myself, you know? So it's just like, you know, like, I'm just gonna, from now on, let them down vote slash like thumbs down all they want and i will literally never bring it up again so good luck to you you know this like is I, it this was the last time we brought it up yeah so enjoy whoever is out there downvoting probably wouldn't even get this far anyway but yeah. this is it buddy this is it like buddy. I, I, i'm sincere okay i'm gonna i i almost want to come up with like a punishment like if i talk about the, the dislikes Ooh. like like down like like i almost want to like punish myself so somehow. it's like our own it's like our own buffalo, basically. Yeah, we need it's to, like, like our own buffalo. Like, I, how about this? I will improvise a song full of full of positivity every time. There you go. So I will I improvise like a fully positive song about something I don't love every time. So like, okay, okay, awesome. So anytime I talk about a down, like a downvote or a thumbs down, if I ever bring it up in the future, which it, like, I'd like to say it'll never happen. It probably will happen. Future Anthony's going to be like, ah, oh, stop it. You know, um, because people are going to, people are going to be haters. They're going to be trolls. People are going to see this. They're going to be like, oh, I'm going to thumbs down. I'm just going to do it. We don't like you. I don't appreciate you. I don't really like that you do that at all. I'll just like sincerely tell you, I think that it's a stupid <laughs> thing to do. I think you're wasting your time and our lives. And I can't believe, thank you for subscribing to our podcast though. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop hating things. <laughs> However, However, I will tell you that in the future, if I do bring it up, if I bring up the thumbs downs and like the the, the trolls of the world, if I bring them up on the podcast, uh, I will write a song about a movie 
that I don't like. And it will only be positive. It will be a movie I, I just hate. And I, uh, you know, a movie I hate and I will just sing as many good praises as like, I can think of it with no negativity. It will just be a thing that I do. So, because I do want to- an hour and 19 minutes long. <laughs> These are facts and they don't really have any positive or negative attachments to them. <laughs> but it's true, dude. I want to get that out of my head. I want to just like, I want to go back to feeling comfortable- just being myself and like not caring about what people think. Cause that's, that's, I think that's like my sweet spot anyway. You know, like I, I think that's when like our podcast is most fun. That's when I feel like the most fulfilled as a person. Um, so screw them. That's like, I'm, I'm done with it. And so because that's why. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, exa exactly. Dude. All right, Steven. So what are you going to do next? What's coming up next week? So I believe the next page in the comic is Douglas. And Why the do people Paul hate Simon. me, Stephen? Why do people hate me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the next page in the comic, I think, is Douglas in the call center with his boss. So that doesn't sound like it's going to be too difficult of a page. So I'm going to say I'm going to get at least two pages done this week. Right. I have to. I'm going to change the setting of that page. It's it takes place in the in the traffic, Stephen. So basically, what's what, what's taking place is behind each panel is the first three pages, fully detailed. <laughs> behind him and no you can't none copy of this copy paste none of this copy paste <laughs> like no 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 you draw everything uh no dude, no but yeah i think i think i think those pages should be pretty easy right yeah like, i think i'm hoping well, like i'm i'm just gonna try to use like a sketchup situation for yeah. the call center and then sure. like you know draw the characters and stuff and like, i don't think it should be too bad so awesome i'm going to write three pages and i'm going to definitely finish that song that i started working on i, th I think i can finish it totally i'd like to finish that and start another one so i'm gonna go three pages finish a song and work on another one that's my that's my plan so Amazing. i think we're gonna do it uh I love talking to you, Stephen. I love doing this. We need to, we need to, we're getting this book done. This is so good. I hope everyone's like enjoying the pages that we've been showing so far because I think they're amazing. Like I'm at like sincere. Should I keep do I keep showing everyone, or do you think I, I should? Okay, everyone, let us know. Uh, let us know what you think. Do you want to keep seeing everyone? Do you feel like there are spoilers involved? Obviously, there are spoilers involved, but it's also just issue one of a thing. But there, you can still spoil an issue one. You know, so yeah. it's like so. Let us know. Uh, maybe we'll just go panels. Maybe we'll show like well, you know, I'll like specify like zoom in on certain panels, like you know, with without any big spoilers. We'll just be like, look how cool this looks with just like individual panels, so we don't give away the entirety of a page. Maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, Maybe, but everyone, yeah. if you're, yeah, if you're watching, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of the work. Let us know what you think of our Christmas thoughts and our dumb and dumber and <laughs> everything that we've said so far. Uh, but we love you. We thank you so much. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please just go to youtube.com slash we have issues podcast and subscribe. We're also available on Google podcasts and iTunes and all of the podcast places and on Spotify. You can find us anywhere. Uh, please let everyone you know know that we exist like tell your friends tell your grandparents tell your ostriches if you have ostriches and you have not sent us pictures of them <laughs> what are you doing uh <laughs> like, i love you if you don't know this like we love you and we would love to hear from you so if you have any drawings if you want to draw steven send it to us we'll put it on the podcast yes oh fan mail i would love fan mail yeah if you if you have questions for us write us like just like you can email us at uh we have issues pod at gmail.com or you can just you can contact me on twitter at twitter.com slash anthony lefusi or twitter.com slash we have issues pod what do you have to show us steven so uh, speaking of fan mail but Cheryl, Cheryl sent me a Christmas card because she had my address because I sent her the, we, she won one of the comic prizes, but she, you're included in this too. So to Stevie Wildcard, Anthony Lafusi and family, happy, merry, everything. Thank you for the wonderful signed comic book. I am enjoying reading the comic on my Kindle app. 
I really love watching your podcast on YouTube. Um, I do not know when or even if I will be back on Twitter. Have a wonderful holiday. You all are the greatest. Say hello to the people on Don't Make It Weird. Love, Cheryl. That's so sweet. Sweetest thing in the world. I'm so glad you just thought of that. I can't believe yes. that, that exists. I, I was gonna bring it up, and like that reminded me, dude. That's so. Like, that that's reminded like, me that because uh, I, I, it was like in my. I need to start making physical notes because I do. I do think of things I wanted to talk about, but then I just yeah. forget to type it out. But I need to start doing that because I wanted to talk about that, and I was like, for sure, yes. dude. Yeah, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting everything that we're doing. Uh, I really hope you all check out Play It Again. I'll put the links below so you can read our book. Uh, it, physical copies are going to be available very soon. They're going to be shipped to us and steven has all the packaging stuff so we're ready to send it out uh hopefully in time for christmas maybe uh maybe we're gonna have like a very uh, simply having a wonderful new year time <laughs> like you're like everyone celebrates new years with new comics right like come on you you no but thank you thank you all for being here uh we love you and we'll see you next week thank you i'm anthony and i'm stevie wildcard and this has been episode 67 of we have issues see you next time thank you Oh, the sound, the sound, <laughs> it's the sound that makes me want to punch infants. <laughs> Bam! Ha! Hit! I think the link sound was good. Was, was the link sound good? That was good. <laughs>